Today's episode is brought to you by our friends at Detour Life. Detour Life is a game changer for both family law professionals and clients alike. Detour Life is an innovative online program which guides clients to easily input and organize the exhaustive document and financial disclosure process and provides professionals with streamlined and secure case management. In addition, Detour Life has comprehensive client onboarding, a secure document repository, income and expense sync, parenting plan agreement features, and much more. I use Detour Life myself, and honestly, one of my favorite features, and one that my clients love as well, is that they can securely link all of their financial accounts directly to the Detour Life platform so that their information is automatically uploaded and updated as time goes on. So whether you're getting a divorce or are a divorce professional, I urge you to check it out yourself. Go to Detour Life, that's D-T-O-U-R dot L-I-F-E, and sign up for their free 14-day trial. Then use code SUSAN20 to get 20% off a subscription. Coming up on today's episode of the Divorce and Beyond podcast. You're going to be on a very difficult journey. That's what divorce is. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. You are going to start out as one person. And when this is all over, you're going to come out somebody completely new and different. And new and different is not always a bad thing. Hello, and welcome to the Divorce and Beyond podcast. I'm Susan Guthrie, your host. As a top divorce attorney and family law mediator for 30 years, I know what you need to know to get through your divorce, and most importantly, how to move beyond it to thrive and transition to your new future. My experts and I are here to give you the insider view into the process, so listen in for the wisdom and expert information you need on your journey through divorce and beyond. Hello and welcome to today's podcast. I'm Susan Guthrie, your host, and today I'm so excited because I have my friend Alyssa here with me. Alyssa Panitz is, so she's a divorce journalist and columnist, among many other things. So we're going to dive into what exactly it means to be a divorce journalist. Um, But I met Alyssa, gosh, a few months ago now, um, and because she was kind enough to let me participate in her immense popular column, Five Things You Need to Know How to Survive and Thrive During and After Divorce. And that is for Authority Magazine from Medium.com. I know many of you who are listening read that religiously. It comes out every single day, I think, which let's just think about how much fantastic advice has filtered through Alyssa. Um, So Alyssa, I just first, I want to say thank you so much for taking the time out of what I know is a crazy busy schedule to join me and my listeners today. Oh my God, I'm honored. Thank you. This is, I mean, this is exciting. And what we're going to talk about um, is a topic that I think is really going to resonate with people because as you do your five things you need to know, and you have talked to a wide swath of both divorce professionals, like 
everyone related to divorce, top people in the divorce world, but also people who have gone through divorce, people in related areas. And so you and I today are going to talk about what you have identified after all of that information coming in as kind of the ultimate top five. So my listeners are getting like the the top of the top advice from you. And you have your own story, your backstory on this. Like many people who find themselves trying to help others going through divorce, you've been through your own experience of it. So we're going to touch on that a bit as well. But I want people to know why I know your 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 schedule is so crazy busy. Um, I've mentioned that you write a daily column for Authority Magazine, but you are also um, the content and editorial producer for the NADP, which is the National Association of Divorce Professionals, which is a fantastic organization if you are looking for someone um, who can help you, differ, all different kinds of professionals who are in the divorce world to help you through your divorce. And if you are a divorce professional, NADP does wonderful trainings and programs for divorce professionals. You also do a, you co-host with another friend of ours, uh, Paulette, um, that uh, you do all things divorce on Clubhouse every Wednesday and Sunday. And you have a new radio show that's just about to launch or has just launched. So you are incredibly busy, but you're here today. So um, one thing I do want to ask you before we even get started is I know you're also known for your celebrity interviews. And I can't, I just can't let it go because people are fascinated with celebrities. And I've seen your Instagram feed. Everybody go look. Um, you've got pictures of yourself with some pretty heavy hitters. Can you just tell us a few of the names of the people that you've interviewed over the years? Absolutely. Um, Tom Hanks, Oprah Winfrey, Jane Fonda, Tom Cruise. Uh, Oh my goodness. Uh, Let me think who else. So so many of them. Was it Tom Uh, Cruise pre-couch jumping or post-couch jumping? Post. Post, Did you get to ask uh, him about that? <laughs> we were outside his hotel in uh, in New York City, and he was with his ex wife Katie Holmes. Uh, but he he was he was actually very gracious and very lovely, much to my surprise. But yeah, no, I spent over twenty years interviewing all the celebrities. Angelina Jolie, I interviewed her. Uh, the cast from Hot in Cleveland, which was. Valerie Bartonelli and Betty White, Wendy Malek. Oh, I loved them. Uh, they were just such a wonderful group of, of women and such a great show. Uh, Sylvester Stallone. Wow. With uh, somebody also as well. And uh, two of my favorites, and one of them is the reason why this all happened, Donnie and Marie Osmond. And I was obsessed with Donnie and Marie as a kid. So getting I had a crush them. on Donnie growing up, big time. Big time. Absolutely. Absolutely. So so sitting down with them uh, multiple times was like surreal. Um, but uh, yeah, the list goes on and on. Um, it was two, de- two plus decades and it was amazing. It was wonderful. And I think the one thing you learn about is they all go through, I call it a something too, and I put it in quotations. And it's how they came out of it and... Uh, that that was, I think, 
the most eye-opening experiences, their lives are not as perfect as we see on the red carpet. Um, they all go through the same things we do. I think that's, you know, the, I've talked before about the fascination with celebrity divorce and um, that we often, you know, see only what is presented to us. Um, and it's very carefully orchestrated in most cases. Um, when celebrities divorce, what's put out there in the world is is usually curated. Um, and we only see what they would like us to see. But many celebrities do take a great or make a great effort to put a positive message out there. Of course, Gwyneth Paltrow comes to mind um, when she talked so famously about conscious uncoupling. But even more recent um, divorces, many people will say, you know, we've we've made the difficult decision to part, but we but we are, remain committed to cooperating and working together to raise our children, and we ask for privacy in this moment of time for our family as we you know reconfigure. Um, I, I, I've obviously read a lot of the, that type of statement, but behind the scenes, they're people too, and they're going through the experiences that we all go through, and it's difficult for everyone. Um, and and you've certainly had the inside view of all different kinds of permutations of that. I mean, that that is just a small list that you just gave of some of the... Uh, amazing uh, inter interviews and interview subjects that you've had. Um, but somehow you shifted from celebrity interviews and reporting to being a divorce journalist. So, so let's talk about that shift. Well, it was actually a combination of a few different things. Um, the first was I was going through a divorce while I was producing a television show. And when you're producing TV, you always have the remote control in your hands because you're always looking to see what the competition is doing. But what I noticed while I was going through a divorce is that there were correspondents for every subject, whether politics, because we were in the middle of an election, there was sports and entertainment. And I screamed out loud, where's the divorce correspondent? I'm going through a divorce. I need information. You know, you're getting calls by lawyers and, and all these other people that play a role in, in the dissolving of your marriage. And, and I'm craving information. And I have all these people giving me other information, you know, about the candidates and about, you know, Hollywood shutting down. It's fortunate now, like, I need information on a divorce. And, and that's when the wheels started turning. Like, wait a second. I'm, I'm seeing something here. And then COVID came. And a lot of people who lost their jobs were trying to find new positions. And when there wasn't anything available, they decided to take their hobbies and, and you know, reinvent themselves and make new careers. So now I'm throwing that in the mix. I'm like, huh, okay, I'm, 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 I'm seeing something here brewing. And then the real, as I say, um, uh, uh, confirmation, so to speak, was I was sound asleep. And at two in the morning, I, I, I woke up and I replayed an interview I did with Maria Osmond, who I made reference to for that very reason back in 2017. And we did this interview down at the NASDAQ in New York City. And I said to her, with everything that you've experienced, and she has uh, gone through and lived through so much heartache, how is it that you are at the top of your game? Fabulous, amazing, gorgeous. Like, how do you do it? 
And she put her hand over mine and she's like, you know, Alyssa, sometimes life's not meant to be fair, but it's what you do with it that makes you who you are. And out of the thousands of interviews I've done in the course of my career, that's the one that has always stayed with me. And as I woke up at 2 a.m., I I think I screamed in my bedroom, I'm now a divorce journalist. There is nobody out there doing this and I have to do something. And as 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 horrible as the, the three-year experience was, I knew what I was made of. And I said, I have to get out there. I'm a journalist. I'm a voice. And I love helping people. I'm always putting others before myself. And I knew that there was a need for it. Divorce is so complicated. And you must have seen this in your career. Clients who come in frustrated and bitter and angry and not understanding what's happening in front of them. And as a journalist, that's my job. My job is to provide you information that you need to know. And I just, the next day, I just decided to wipe the slate clean and start using social media saying, I want to interview anybody and everybody who is working in the divorce arena. So it's the lawyers, the mediators, the therapists, the financial people, the real estate people. I learned that there's such things as, as divorce coaches and life coaches and wellness coaches and dating coaches. Who knew? Um, yeah. And every day I will bring you this column to help teach you and guide you. And I think that the biggest word is comfort you um, because I promise you, you're going to be okay. Oh, I love that you're going to be okay because that is, you know, when you're going through divorce and you and I have both been through it as well as now being sort of immersed in that world, we know it's very often hard to remember that we're going to be okay at times. And, you know, what you what you just said and, and putting these two terms together, divorce and journalist, is actually to me a quite a brilliant combination. I was just reading an article about the lack of trust in the world that we live in today, that we live in a world where so many hurtful things have happened and so many hurtful things are happening that as a society, trust is difficult for us. Um, and what you are doing as a journalist is bringing information, trusted and accurate and helpful information to people in a difficult time. And the value of that, not only that it's information, the, the internet is flooded with information, but that it is valuable and trustworthy information is is makes it, you know, something that stands above and is so valuable to people. The number one thing I tell when people ask, say, I'm getting divorced, what's the first thing I have to do? I always say to them, you need to educate yourself. You need to take a pause. Mm -hmm. Don't start filing things and dividing, you know, going and making lists of who gets what. Take a pause and educate yourself. And that includes both on the process, but the five things you need to know to survive and thrive uh, before, during, and after divorce. Those are also things that you need to know. So that's another reason why I think this particular episode with your wealth of knowledge now in this area. I mean, you've probably, how many, how many columns do you think you've done on that particular topic at this point? We launched the columns towards the latter part of September. And I think we're well over 200 right now. And it was so interesting because when I started doing this, I was, I was really in between jobs. And I was like, let me just try this whole reinvention thing uh, when I worked at Closer Magazine, that was a big theme that we talked about with celebrities. 
uh, because it's for the 40 plus audience. So a lot of people do um, look for these new avenues to take their careers. Maybe they're not acting as much. So they start like Jacqueline Smith was, was a great example of somebody I interviewed. You know, she left the acting world behind and she became huge with, with Kmart and, and, and home goods and all that other, other stuff that she was starting to use her creative mind for and, and really branch out. A lot of them become authors and, and, and speakers, um, about Christopher Knight from the Brady Bunch now has a very popular line um, of, of furniture. And I think his chairs were featured in the Harry <laughs> Meghan Markle interview with Oprah. Oprah. And, and that was, you know, a whole big reason for, for shifting in, into what I'm doing and the learning. Uh, I, I get an education every single day. And for me, what is more valuable than that? And it's helping people. And that to me is the reason why I do this. It motivates me. It inspires me. And I love that a lot of professionals who work in this have been through it. And I know that when you and I spoke, uh, you touched upon that. And I think for, for, for the consumer or the client, they appreciate that because you come in with an empathy and a sympathy. And, and that's so important. And how it really resonated with me was when I interviewed somebody, they said, but boy, these these seem so authentic, Alyssa. And I said, well, yeah, because that's the reason why I do it. Um, I've been through it. I understand where people are going, what what they're going through. And more importantly, I understand they're craving information. They just don't know how to find it. When you're going through a divorce, it is so time-consuming. And you're trying to keep your head above water with your job, with your family, with all the moving parts, uh, the foundation has just basically uh, come apart and now you're just dropping and there's no bottom. And and on top of it, somebody's saying, right, well, 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 Google that person, you know, find them. And you're like, are you kidding me? I can't get anything more in my brain. It's already over crammed with stuff. Uh, and that's where I come in. I'm going to make it so easy for you to, to, to find, it's almost like this, this virtual Rolodex that you're going to find on the web. You can just go to uh, the Google Authority Magazine, Alyssa Panitz, and all the experts that we've interviewed, uh, such as yourself and so many other people. Um, and again, we touch on everything, uh, everything from the lawyers to, I don't know a thing about my finances. It's okay. We have experts who are going to help <laughs> teach you and guide you. It's a lot easier than you think. Starting over, that could be with your divorce coach. It could be with dating coaches when, when you're ready to get back out there. Um, and there's so many different people. And, and we're going to put it all in one little area to, to help you the easiest way possible. Because that's what people need. They need to know, you got to take something off my plate. Take the stress off of me. That's what these are for. It's like spoon feeding what you need to know, the top, the top tips. So, and so, you know, I really, one thing I want to say is I, you, you touched on reinvention. And I think that people who are listening will connect with that because, or I would like them to, because you have been through a divorce and moved on, changed careers, huge pivot in your career that we've just been talking about. 
Same for me. I've been through a divorce. I've pivoted from a litigation career to a mediation career to now I'm not even quite sure what you would define my career as, but I love it. And I'm helping people just as you said. And I hope that that, and, and many of my guests, and I hope it gives people hope and that they can see that these difficult changes and transitions can blossom into absolutely wonderful futures. Um, things that I would not give up even knowing the difficulty that I went through to get to some of where I am today. And then, and most people that I talk to would say the same. You know, it's so true. I had a therapist tell me probably very early on in my divorce, when I sat down to talk to them, the first thing they said was, you're going to be on a very difficult journey. That's what divorce is. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. You are going to start out as one person. And when this is all over, you're going to come out somebody completely new and different. And new and different is not always a bad thing. And I had no idea what they meant until all of a sudden I made that, that I turned that corner and I started to, like you said, just kind of take everything, wipe the slate clean and just rebuild from scratch. And I think for the first time, I really like myself. I feel like I'm really proud of myself. I feel like I'm a good uh, role model. Uh, to my children. And that to me is the most important job I, I have. But more importantly, I'm doing something that is so fulfilling on so many levels. And that's not to say being a celebrity journalist wasn't. I entertained a lot of people for a lot of years. I gave them escapism. So mm-hmm. I can take them out of all the, the, the craziness and the stress and, and we can like bury ourselves in, in these fun interviews and, and fun photo shoots. But I would always say to my mom when she would talk about, you know, my job and my work, I'm like, I need a purpose, mom. I need to have a purpose. What's my purpose in life? And, and I would always joke about that. And, and I feel that maybe I had to go through all of this because this is my purpose in helping people. And like you, uh, you love the law and you're so passionate about it and all the creative things you did with it to bring it to a different level. Well, that's what I'm doing with journalism. I want to take this and create something new that nobody's done before. And you made reference to the world we live in, and we keep hearing this term, fake news. Well, there's nothing fake about divorce. Uh, I'm just bringing you the facts. I am bringing you a lot of information, and I hope from every interview people learn. Maybe they can just pull one little nugget out. And, and if, you, if you take one little thing a day, and, and you put it somewhere, you're going to see, you're going to start rebuilding that foundation in all different facets. So as my column says, and I use these two words a million times a day, survive and thrive. And, and that's what I want people to do. Um, divorce is not the end game. And, and people need to understand that. I get asked all the time, what's your goal? And I said, my goal is to change the perception. When people hear, uh, I always say, when you play word association game, I could say the word sunshine and your whole face is going to light up. You're going to think about the summer, the islands. You're going to think about sitting at the pool or at the beach. But if I say the word divorce, everybody's faces drop. And it's like, oh, Susan, I'm so sorry. Are you okay? What can we do? And, you know, their tone changes. I want to shift that. It doesn't have to always be that way. There is so much good that can come out of it. We just have to teach people how to do that. And, and, and it's all about, you know, just like the reinvention, just kind of recreating it all. And sometimes what, what you, what you uh, build 
and you get a do-over at, and who doesn't love a do-over? I used to love exactly. it on the, on the playground when we played kickball. I get a do-over, yay! You get to be better. Um, yeah, why not? And, and that's what divorce can do. And, and that's the whole goal of the work that I'm doing is to try to tell people, this is not your end game. Uh, in fact, this, this is probably going to be an amazing new beginning. That's, I always say divorce is an opportunity. It's an exciting time to move forward. Um, so let's help people do that. Let's jump in to your drum roll, please, everyone. Top five tips to survive and thrive beyond and after divorce. Well, I think the first thing people have to understand, this is temporary. You're at a pit stop. This is not your life. It is not going to define you. Um, so what you're dealing with right now is everything is just on pause just for the moment. But guess what? Things are going to start up again. And now is the time that you can use really to your advantage. When you get through all, all the mess, you can start looking ahead for the things that you probably never had the advantage to, uh, to do before. And so I say to people all the time that while you're on pause, think about the things that you, that you want to do. Think about how you want that new chapter to look like. Um, and, and again, all this, all this bad stuff that sometimes divorce can be, it's not forever. No, it's actually, I always say finite time in your life. The future is actually where you're going. One thing that some of my clients have mentioned to me that's helpful and some of the coaches that I've spoken to is to actually just sit down with pen and paper and just freehand write out just jotting notes about what you would like to see in your new future, what might excite you, what might, and it can be as wild and crazy or as, as specific as I'm never going to leave the cap off or I'm never going to deal with the cap off the toothpaste ever again, or whatever's going to make you happy in that moment. But having that forward focus. And I love that you're saying that because so many people during divorce are looking backwards. Why did it fail? Who did what wrong? Why is this not my fault? Why is this their fault? And all that. So, you know, that you're in a pause, you're in a hold, but you're moving forward. So I I love that as a top tip. That is always one of the things I try to emphasize for people. Um, It's so interesting that you say that because I did a column that if you get in your car, um, the, the rear view mirror, which is looking behind you, is this small. But the front windshield of where you're going is this big. And, and that's what people need to remember. Your future is as big as you want it to be. So you want to look back and say, okay, that was my past. But as I look forward, that ain't my future. And, and that's not where I'm going. So you're in the driver's seat. Take the car where you want it to go. Um, sky's the limit. You know, you, you have that opportunity. And when you survive, everybody else around you survives. Hello, listeners. It's Susan, and I'm here to check in with you and say thank you to everyone who has joined us in the Divorce and Beyond Members Only Community. I hope you're enjoying all of the benefits of membership, things like the downloadable forms and checklists, the archive of episodes with all of the ads removed, the private and exclusive episodes that I record for you every month, 
the chance to ask me anything in the Ask Susan Anything forum, and so much more. If you aren't a member yet, it's only $10 a month, and you can sign up on the website at www.divorceandbeyondpod.com. So I hope to see you in the members-only community soon. Stay tuned for more from Susan and her guest, divorce journalist Alyssa Panitz, who shares her ultimate top five things you need to know to survive and thrive during and after your divorce. Reinvention to me symbolizes happiness, and that's what the goal is, is to be happy. So so I say shake it up a bit, you know, do, do some radical changes, things that you always dreamed of that you probably never had the opportunity to do. If you are enjoying this episode, check out Secrets Can Make You Sick. Unlock Your Lockbox with Rachel Graham. There's very few secrets you can hold a lifetime. Um, and so that's my, my real kind of call to action for everyone is to recognize these secrets. They're sitting there in the dark. They're making you sick. And eventually they're going to come to light. And they're going to either come out. The secret itself is going to come out. Or it's going to push its way out through physiological diagnoses, psychological diagnoses pain, suffering, divorce, um, any of those types of things, it's going to come out and manifest in one way or the other. And now we return to today's show. So top tip number two. Top tip number two. Um, Exactly what we just talked about. Reinvention. Divorce is the best, best time to shake it up. And it does not have to be Uh, with your career, you may like your career and not want to give it up, but there's so many other ways that, that you can recreate yourself, Uh, get a new haircut, change up the wardrobe. Um, Maybe you want to move. Uh, Maybe the, the marital residence that everybody lived in just was bringing back too many memories. And so again, it's not the size of the house, but what you make is a home. And I love it because you can also use it as a teaching tool for your kids and you can build something and, and, and that you always wanted. Let's say you didn't like the color of the walls, but, but your ex-spouse did. Well, now you can paint the walls in your new place the way you wanted and you can finally get the couch that you liked and your kids can be, you know, their own Joanna Gaines and, and do what they want with their rooms. And, and, you know, you can really use this as a bonding project. And so a reinvention, again, if you don't want to leave the career that, that you love, it can be in so many other ways. Um, a hobby. People I see are finally taking up the hobbies and, as, and, and it just opens up the doors to so many other things. But reinvention to me symbolizes happiness and that's what the goal is, is to be happy. So, so I say shake it up a bit, you know, do, do some radical changes, things that you always dreamed of that you probably never had the opportunity to do. I think that's such a great point. And, and if you think about it, think about the times in our lives where we get to have that freedom to make changes to that degree, whether they be big or small. It doesn't actually come along that often. Because, you know, and and maybe when you're graduating from college, because you can 
choose maybe the part of the world or country you want to live in or the career path that you want to follow. But even then, there there are constrictions. This is that time in life where you get to somewhat repaint your your picture, your future. So it's act, if you can look at it as an exciting proposition as opposed to um, a negative thing that's happening in your life, um, that mind shift is is hugely transformative in how you go through the experience and go forward. And it boosts your confidence. And that's such an important thing when you're going through a divorce. You know, most people, their confidence is robbed, their self-esteem is is low. And now think about it, you know, when you're when you're at the salon and they turn the chair around and you're seeing yourself for the first time, you know, with, with your new haircut or you, you colored it or you got a makeover or you're you're stepping out of the dressing room in a new outfit and it's showing off those curves, your your confidence is going to go through the roof. And what's better than that? Uh, even when Nothing. you walk into your new home, you are going to be so proud of what you accomplished and built and built with your children, maybe. what You can't put a price on that. No, it's honestly, when I got divorced, my, um, I, I moved, I wanted a separate house. I wanted, and I got to do exactly what you're talking about. I got for the very first time in my life to decorate a house exactly how I wanted it. And it was transformative for me because it became mine. It became my home, my, my nest, my base. And that home is actually the home I have lived in or I did live in the longest of any home in my entire life. I lived there for 15 years and it's where I met my current husband and we renovated it together and made it ours. Um, and then, you know, had his children living, you know, so it was a... It was the beginning that that new nest was the beginning of my new life. So I I um, I love that particular tip because I have seen it repeatedly be a key to a positive move, momentum moving forward for people. When my friends have moved and I've gone to see their places, I love the excitement not only on on their face but in the tone of their voices. And again, you don't have to live in a in a twenty thousand square foot home. Uh, you know, to, to, to be so excited to turn the key and, and, and walk through the front door and be proud uh, to walk around. And, and, and that's the part that I love, is watching people come alive again. And it's so important. But a beautiful, you know, beautiful metaphor of coming alive again, because so often we die a little in a relationship that is dying. So um, that rebirth is, is a huge uh, a huge part of the process and that moving forward. So what's your tip number three? Date yourself. Ah, I love it. <laughs> and, and well, there's a reason why I say this. Now, I'm just going to talk as, as a mom, but as a, as a mom, and I'm going to be candid, there is never a free moment for me. You know, the, the alarm goes off early in the morning and you hit the ground running. You're making breakfast, you're making lunches, you're confirming carpools, you know, you're just running around, I call it like a chicken without a head. And before COVID, uh, you have to make the train, you got to get to that meeting, you got to be prepped for the meeting. And this is all before nine o'clock in the morning. And then while you're like busy at the office, you got to race home and deal with dinner and homework. And, and oh my God, you know, you, you just have all this going on. 
And don't think it stops on the weekend. That's when you got to really deal with the baseball games and the soccer games and the dance recitals and the birthday parties and the sleepovers. And, you know, and, and you say to yourself when you walk past the mirror, I look tired. Oh, I got some grays. I, I don't have time to go. And I chipped a nail. Oh, well, like when, when is there time? There is now. And, and that's what I mean by date yourself. When your kids are with, in my, let's say your ex-husband or your ex-wife, do those things for yourself that you never got to do, but do it with yourself. Rediscover you. Get back to who you were uh, when you had all this time. So one thing I love to do, and I'm asked all the time, Saturday mornings, we TV at 10 o'clock, they start Criminal Minds binge on. Oh my God. <laughs> so if I can just crawl into bed, uh, you know, earlier in the evening or stay in bed a little bit longer with coffee, I give myself that hour to lose myself in an episode that I've probably seen a million times. But, <laughs> you know, and then I do those other things. You know, I, I may put my headsets on and, and put on some music and just sit and get a manicure. Uh, it doesn't have to cost a lot. I know money's tight when you're going through a divorce, but get something basic. You know, they, they're under 15 bucks and, and just treat yourself to just a little you time. Go take a walk. Join, um, you know, ask some friends, uh, you know, to take a run with you or go bike riding here in New York where I live. The weather's changing. It's a great opportunity to get outdoors. Um, sit in a park uh, with a cup of coffee or a book that you've been really wanting to, to read. But, but spend that time with yourself. Give yourself time to heal Give yourself that time to rediscover who you are because sometimes we get lost in all that because we're so busy taking care of everybody else on the home front and work front. And you're going to start to really fall in love with yourself. And and that is one of the key components to surviving and thriving is is really loving who you are because that is going to translate to everybody else. It's so good and, and and so, so true. And then the thing that strikes me about everything that you just pointed out is, you know, potential ways to nurture yourself or date yourself. We're all moments of pause a little, you know, there's, there's that ability to, to take that moment to just let yourself be as opposed to that busyness that we all get caught up in and that divorce adds into our lives, but our families and our, our responsibilities and our obligations all add in there. You know, my, um, when I had a really active heavy duty litigation schedule, um, I, and I was in court almost every day, it was a very stressful life to be living. Um, even when you're, you're in the middle of other people's conflicts, it's still a very difficult place to live. And my outlet was that manicure. I would literally, like I might get three manicures in one week because it was that moment in time where I could go sit there and, oh, the the place I went to when I lived in Connecticut, they would send someone over to rub your shoulders while you were getting your nails done. And so for me, it was just like that hour of somebody rubbing my shoulders and another person rubbing my fingers. Um, there were literally weeks where I would go two or three times. So I, I love that. Take a pause in your day, take a pause in your week, take a pause in your weekend and do something for yourself in that moment. Um, honor yourself and your needs. It's beautiful. You, it's so true. You have to. And I tell, I tell moms all the time, don't get sad that your kids are going, you know, to see, to see your ex, be happy for them. Uh, and when you're, when, when, when you think you want to cry, I want you to look down at your calendar. What do you see? Nothing. 
because there's nothing for you to do but focus on you. And when was the last time you focused on you? It's empowering. And when you can shift that mindset and realize it can be me, 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 me time because we don't have it. Uh, it is amazing. You're going to, when your kids come home, you're going to look refreshed, relaxed and happy and calm. And if all of a sudden they start fighting the second they walk through the door, you're like, I got this. I like, I'm relaxed. I had my, like, you know, my pampering time. Uh, it's all good. I can problem solve. Yeah, you know, you and I, before we started taping, I mentioned Molly Hillenbrand's episode, if I'd only known then what I know now. And one of her top tips was she wishes she had known that she would actually need the time that her children went with their father that that she you know she said because they had always been with her as the caretaking parent she fought for every moment of their time in the parenting plan and then afterwards after the divorce was finalized realized as a single parent all the time or a parent solo parent in one household she needed time to recharge and that's what that time with their dad could be. Um, so that was one of her, you know, lessons she wished she had known. So I, this is one that I really hope people, cause it's on both sides of the fence these days, you know, shared parenting responsibility is becoming much more the norm. So moms, dads, all co-parents need their own time to, to move forward in, in a way that, rejuvenates them as well. And your final point there that you will then be refreshed and be able to be better when you are the on-duty parent or whatever we want to call that is 100% true. And I'm telling you, the other moms who are still married and probably carrying, uh, you know, a lot of of the brunt and and the weight are going to envy you. Uh, Because, listen, how many times have we gone to games where, you know, it may not be our weekend, but we still go to, you know, games that our kids are participating in. And, you know, you can share them on and then you're like, oh, got to go. Like I'm meeting friends for dinner or I'm going to go take a nap before I jump in the shower. You know, I haven't showered yet. And I'm going to this fun new restaurant. I don't have to worry about a babysitter. They're with the other side. Yeah, it's such an important point and and oh so true. Let's talk about tip number four. Well, it's actually something you touched upon earlier. Knowledge is power. I get all the time, it must be so cool being a journalist. What's it like? Well, now's your chance to find out. Go research. Before you act on emotion and call the divorce attorney, know and understand everything there is to know, because they are going to bombard you with a lot of questions. What do I mean by that? Divorce boils down to two things, custody, and the kids get to see both of you, so let it go, um, and the money. And I don't mean that in in a greedy kind of way, but we need money to survive. We need money to pay the bills. We need money to just even get to work. Um, and and put food on the table. Um, So you have to know where everything is. Uh, You have to know things such as, do you have a mortgage? Mortgage. Is the mortgage paid off? Do you know how much left is on the mortgage? Do you know who even the mortgage is with? What about your monthly bills? What do you pay for things like Con Ed and cable, your cars? Are they owned or are they leased? And And you're going to start saying like, oh my God, oh my God, I don't know, I don't know. Well, you better know because that's what a huge piece of this puzzle is. 
is that information. And if you don't know, it's going to send your stress level through the roof. Because when you're dealing with a divorce, everything has got a deadline. And sometimes those deadlines are not your friend. And they need quick turnaround and quick answers. So be a reporter. Go find, go dig where all that is. Uh, Most people have a family accountant or a financial planner. A lot of that information is right there. It could be on your taxes. Uh, You get the mail. So when you get the mail... Uh, take a look at, you know, at what all the statements are that are running you a month and start putting everything together in a notebook um, or something where you can show the person that you're working with what the numbers are equating to. Because again, that's what you're going to need to know when when you're dividing everything with your significant other. Um, Do you have any debt? Uh, Are there any liens on the house? Find all of this out. What you don't want is you don't want to be surprised and have the rug pulled out from under you and then have everything um, in in, in disarray. It already is. We are trying to calm the storm and get you out as soon as possible. But again, unless you know those numbers and the dollars and the cents, you're going to find yourself spinning your wheels and in the same position. And again, we're trying to move you forward. It doesn't mean you're a gold digger. It doesn't mean you're being shallow. But this is when you think about it. No matter who you are, um, we all have to. We all have to, you know, pay those monthly bills, and we all have to provide for our families. And and that is, you know, the focus. So many people going through a divorce. What I've learned is there's always one side that wasn't savvy, that didn't have this kind of information. I know, and I could talk from personal experience. So it is so important, and I, and I beg people, like, please find this information. It will really help you. It's critical. It is absolutely 100% a, a must for people. I actually yesterday was speaking to a new client, um, and she's been going through her divorce for four over four years, and she... There's a forensic accountants involved. There's a multi-million dollar companies involved. All of this, but when it comes down to actually understanding the finances, she doesn't have anyone helping her, and so she is dealing with a feeling of being caught in limbo where her case isn't moving forward. She doesn't really understand why it isn't moving forward and she doesn't know how to move it forward. And it really comes down to everything that you just mentioned. Knowledge is power. You have to understand your finances. You have to understand what is out there so that you can make educated decisions and choices about your financial future. And instead, many people just want to stick their head in the sand. I just was reading an article with Kris Jenner who said when she got divorced from um, Robert Kardashian, she had never written a check before. She didn't know how to write a check. And I run into that. um, Now she's the momager of of the century, right? Uh, Managing multi-billion dollar careers for her daughters. Um, But but you can learn, you do need to learn. And very often that means 
finding a professional to help you if you, if it's not the world that you're immersed in. And frankly, you know, I was a divorce attorney. They don't teach us finance in law school. I had to learn it so that I would understand it for my clients. And we use professionals. That's what CDFAs are out there and divorce uh, analysts and all kinds of wonderful people to help you. So Honestly, that's I hear I hear sirens and flashing lights around that one. That is a key component for people. Here's the other thing, you know, it's usually most women, and this is what I found in uh, in, in the time that I've been covering this, are the ones who come up short. And I got from one mom who reached out to me, and she's like, "But I don't know how to do any of this. My husband did." And I said, "Do you know how to add and subtract?" And she's like, "Yeah, why?" I go, "You're going to be fine." That's all you need to know, because when, you know, when everything, you know, breaks down, if you find, you know, all this, all this information and your team helps you put it together and you understand you're going to get X amount a month. Now, based on that amount, we're going to then look at some of those bills and, and what they cost. Now we're going to start subtracting from that number. I said, and you're going to be fine. I said, and then you're going to see what's the number left over. That's what we have to work with. And, you know, and there may be some other income coming in that we can add to that number. And then you're going to find a budget and you're going to find something that works well for you. But again, if you can add and subtract, you're going to be fine in terms of being able to, I use the term, uh, the two words over and over, survive and thrive. It's, It's a lot easier than people think. They think it's foreign. They think it's scary. They think Ooh, this is all Wall Street Journal, CNBC. We're not asking you to, 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 to go that route. Basic. Stay basic because that's really what you need it for. And that's all you're gonna uh, that's all you're gonna use it for. Right. And thankfully, even today our phones have calculators. So awesome. um, the calculator is my best friend. Oh, me too. Although it failed. Well, long story. I won't go into it. Um, so let's, let's dr- final drum roll. Let's dive into your top tip. Number one. My final top tip is going to be, I'm going to compare divorce to my most favorite movie in the whole wide world, which is the wizard of Oz. No. And we're going to, we're going to pull out all the characters because all the characters represent different facets of divorce. There's Dorothy. All Dorothy wanted to do was make her way back home to her house in Kansas. And that's all you want to do. You just want to make your way back home and, 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 and get through the storm. We're going to help you get there. Along the way, you look at the scarecrow. The scarecrow is looking for brains. Well, we need you to use your brains during a divorce. And that means you have to treat it. And I, I hate saying it because it sounds so cold, but it's true, like a business transaction. You have to make smart decisions. This isn't, oh, I ordered the wrong thing off the menu. I'll come back tomorrow and, and get what I really wanted. These are lifelong decisions. So make sure that you are making really, really good choices for you and for your family. The Tin Man, well, he wanted a heart. And yes, I know your heart is breaking, but I promise you there's probably somebody out there who's better suited for you who's going to make that heart tick again and sing. We just kind of, again, have to get you through this so you can get there. The line was looking for courage. And to file for divorce takes a lot of courage. But look what happened once he found his courage. He became king of the forest and you're going to be king of your own jungle. Along the way, you're going to meet the Wicked Witch of the West and that's (laughs) bad about divorce. But they melted her because bad never wins. 
And why not? Because in the end, Galinda the Good Witch came and she helped guide the way for the happy ending. And you will get your happy ending when you let the good guide your way. But Dorothy, if you remember, had to be ready to get there. And Galinda says that in one of the, in one of the end scenes. And, and that's the thing. When you let good guide you, you're going to go back home to where you belong. And there's no place like home. And why yeah. not Hollywood ending? We all That's so perfect. I love it. I see Dorothy clicking her ruby slippers at the end. And doesn't Glinda say something that you've always had the power, but you weren't ready? It's what you just said. You weren't ready to use it. It's such a wonderful analogy. You may think your divorce is the most horrible thing happening to you, but in some ways, it may be the gift that somebody wants to give you all wrapped up in a bow. You just don't know it yet. And I was that girl. I, I Listen, I spent days crying on the floor. I didn't think I was going to be able to get up and, and, and be able to get on with my day. But now I see why it happened. And again, I am so grateful for it because now it's allowing me to do all this and it brought me to you. And, and there's so much good work out there that can be done. And again, change the way we think about divorce. Divorce does not have to be the worst thing that ever happened to you. In fact, it's often the gift uh, to a, to that new future. It's the portal through which you move. Um, and like all good things, it comes with some hardship. But I don't honestly know anyone, and I've met obviously hundreds if not thousands and worked with hundreds if not thousands of divorcing or divorced people. Everyone on the other side is is grateful for their new life, is grateful that they had the courage or the strength or were able to get through the divorce process. No one ever says it was a, a, a uh, not a difficult process, but everyone on the other side says life is better. And I would say that as well. Um, and so I, you know, wonderful way and note to end this episode on. I'm very, very happy. Those, that is an ultimate top five. Um, if you, if though, if you can follow those five steps, if you can incorporate those top tips into your life, people who are listening, you are going to survive and thrive in your world and beyond divorce. So Alyssa, thank you so much for joining me today. Let's make sure that people know how to find the column, find the clubhouse, find the radio show, find you in all your different permutations. Well, it's pretty easy. I'm, I'm on all social media. And again, I like simplicity, especially when you're going through a divorce. So it's just my first and last name. Uh, so can't get easier than that. Uh, with the columns, we're right on Authority Magazine, which is part of Medium. So authority uh, hyphen magazine forward slash Medium. Or uh, you can just Google Alyssa Panitz and Authority Magazine and it will come right up. It's probably the easier way to find it uh, because then all the columns will just be on one link. Uh, we do all things divorce every Wednesdays at 7 o'clock Eastern, Sundays 8 o'clock Eastern on Clubhouse. And the radio show, which will be on CRN, called The Divorce Hour with Alyssa Panitz, we should have ready to launch uh, in April. And we're really excited. And I know you're going to be a big part of it. And we want you to know that it's, it, it, it's a place where we're going to comfort you, help you, guide you, and teach you. 
And um, like I said, uh, I am thrilled that you're a part of it. Uh, and I can't wait to talk to you there as well. Well, I'm incredibly honored to be to be able to be a small part and so looking forward to it. And I can't wait for this episode to launch. Um, this has just been such a pleasure. And I, I just want to thank you again, because I do know how busy your day is that you you found the time to come and really share you know, so much wisdom that comes from both your world of journalism, but also your personal life and your personal understanding of what people who are listening to the show are going through. So Alyssa, thank you. Thank you. Again, honored. Thank you for joining me today on the Divorce and Beyond podcast. I hope you found some information and inspiration to help you on this journey. Please join me every Monday at 6 a.m. Eastern Standard Time for a new episode. And if you like the show, please take the time to subscribe and leave me a five-star review on iTunes. You can also find more information on the website at divorceandbeyondpod.com where you'll find links to the YouTube channel, transcripts of the episodes, and other bonus content. So I'll see you next week to help you move through your divorce and beyond.